0: welcome to fresh takes by total expert designed to get you up get you moving and propel your business forward hit the pavement with us as we connect you to financial services experts get their take on the state of the industry and leave with actionable
1: insights here's your host total expert chief customer officer sue woodard well hey everybody welcome back to fresh takes by total expert this is sue woodard your chief customer officer here and hopefully You're putting on your sneakers, you're putting on your flip-flops, you're doing something because the whole idea of Fresh Takes is we're going to have a chat for about 15 to 20 minutes and take a walk in an amazing guest's shoes while you take a walk in your own shoes and get a little exercise while you're getting this Fresh Take. And I'm super excited about our guest today, Um, have known this amazing just marketing maven, wonder woman for a while, Corey Trujillo, um, who is just a powerhouse marketer. She's a creative and marketing professional. She's got more than a decade of mortgage, retail, and corporate branching experience. And really what she specializes in is creating really robust mortgage marketing offerings and creating systems and processes that gain big results with less manpower. So, so excited to have you, Corey. Welcome to Fresh Takes.
0: Thank you for having me. I'm super excited.
1: Well, and I warned you in advance that we kind of um, do something a little interesting at the beginning of Fresh Takes where we pull out one of our table talk cards that we have a total expert, little conversation starter, something off the beaten path before we get into our subject matter. So the one that I picked for you out of the deck is this one. Corey, you have just won the lottery and quit your job, I can't imagine, but what would you do now with all your free time?
0: Well, um, it sounds cheesy to say, but I think I would... And in this order, buy a lot of fabulous shoes, uh, get a private jet, and then I would go around the world doing good with the money. So I love philanthropy, I love charity, I love giving back. So that would actually be exciting. And you know, I'm a workaholic, so it would also be a job that's not a job. So it would absolutely, and I would do it wearing really cool shoes. So, um, you know, that would be absolutely what I would do.
1: I love this and I love the priority. Shoes first, then the private plane, and then some philanthropy. I love that. And you'd be doing it. I know what a generous and giving heart you have. All the things that you plug yourself into. And I just, and you're always styling. And so love that shoes are first on the list. You are something else. So you're a maven of all sorts, including a shoe maven. So so let's dig in to, to some of our topics today because I... You know, um, I know that we're really talking about how do you build trust with customers and really build those lifelong relationships and you're such an expert at this. And so when we look at real customer success in financial services, you know, it's very unique because our customers in the mortgage industry in particular are going through such personal life events, you know, buying a home in which in many cases they're getting married, they're getting divorced, they're having a baby, they've got a new job, somebody's died, et cetera. These are some of the most important moments of their life. And so what are some of the ways that you're seeing the organizations that you work with really differentiate on experience, their experience, as their customers are going through an experience?
0: I think one of the most important things um, to keep in mind that with all the forward movement with technology and AI, automation, and all that, that's all a great support system. And it's the platform on which you can base everything. However, we always have to keep in mind that the face to the customer is the loan officer, The face to the customer is the mortgage professional, Um, you know, and there's a whole team behind them, not just marketing, there's operations, there's underwriting, there's processors. There's all these people that are involved in the process so that the loan officer can't completely control everything that happens. So we really have to support them, not just with all of the marketing that we do and the touch points and the communication that we make easier on them, but we have to make sure that um, they have everything they need to make their job super easy. Because the less they have to do with all the complications of the loan, the more they can concentrate on getting to know the customer, on making the customer feel comfortable, on forming that relationship. You're never going to form a relationship with a computer as much as we love like the Mac brand and things like that. And we're evangelists for certain brands. We don't have a personal relationship with our computer. We shouldn't. So um, so I think where, where companies really um, get forward movement is where they support the people on the front lines to make that relationship and to get solid with that while still supporting the brand, keeping everything compliant, you know, all of that stuff. I always think that you know, when we think automation, we think like, oh, well, we'll take it from here. And really the whole thing is to kind of make sure that the mortgage professional is the star of the show but that they have everything they need so that that person keeps coming back because they just love the experience they're getting. And the person they're working with isn't having to make a lot of excuses for everyone else on the team, which hurts their relationship. So I think um, that, and then um, also not hiding your head in the sand from your problems. So I think surveying is a big deal. Surveying people at different touch points throughout the process and not going like, oh, that person's just complaining or, or, you know, kind of dismissing things that you're hearing repetitively. If you're hearing something repetitively and surveying throughout the process, it probably is a problem and you probably can fix it, you know? So, and then that will increase the, um, you know, the customer experience, help the customer, Um, you know, if one person had an issue, likely 10 more people did and they didn't bring it up to you. So that's my, you know, overview on it.
1: Yeah, so you just you said so many important things right there. So a couple of things I want to underscore. I love that you talked about that enabling a great customer experience starts with making a great experience for your staff that is your customer facing staff those folks that are you know one on one with the customers and and we have such a belief in this you know you just hit the nail on the head is that technology isn't here to replace those customer facing folks it's here to enhance and enable them to free up the time you know, automate all the things you can and elevate that human being to make that connection with that human that they're serving. Because especially when you're going through the largest financial transaction of your life, which you are in mortgage, you're going through a personal experience in many cases when you're purchasing a home, especially, um, you know, these are the times that people need people, right? We, we, you know, I like to say sometimes people don't work with companies, people work with people. And so great technology will in automate all the things that it can to enable your customer-facing staff to have those the best interactions with those those customers that human-to-human human connection, right? Um, and one of the other really cool little nuggets that you mentioned very quickly in the middle there, but it was brilliant, is talking about surveying throughout rather than just after a transaction, right? Um, I, I remember hearing that um, you know, from, from someone else years ago when I was um, originating myself and thinking, oh my gosh, yes, why not ask them in the middle, how's it going <laughs> instead of when it's over and, and finding out, man, we didn't live up to their expectations, but now it's too late. Can you talk a little bit more about just kind of what you're doing throughout a, a relationship or throughout a transaction to do those check-ins to make sure that the experience is on point?
0: Well, I think that um, I'm a big uh, fan of surveying in general, but I always recommend that there are certain points, um, and for every organization, it's a little bit different, but I recommend that sort of initially after the app has gone through and they're sort of in the first part of the process, I recommend sort of surveying just how are things going. A very quick survey, like not a 20-question survey, nobody likes those. you know, and then to do something along the lines of um halfway through sort of when they're getting all their documentation when things are going, like is there anything, you know, uh how are things going? Kind of a couple questions geared towards uh things that are measurable um and then an open-ended question. And then of course, you know, at the end of the uh the um transaction is always important too. But I find that you can often, you know, Um, help somebody halfway through. It's sort of like, you know, if you go on a a plane ride or something and they don't check on you till the very end of the flight when you're landing and they go, uh, as you're landing, (laughs) they go, can we get you anything? You know, that kind of is like, well, I've been sitting here the whole time, like you didn't show any concern for whether I wanted a drink or whether I wanted something, you know, at any point during, from takeoff to landing. So I think it's very important and I think each organization has to examine where they feel their possible gaps could be and then, you know, and I definitely recommend keeping the surveys short, easy to use, and, you know, measurable in some way, but always with some sort of an open-ended comment, just in case. Sometimes those comments, you'll find um, you'll find commonalities in them, and you find words that you're kind of hearing over and over, and that is a key indicator. So, I definitely say, like, for companies, a lot of times you don't want to hear it. Nobody likes to hear criticism, but criticism can be your best friend in identifying things that you can easily fix sometimes and you know elevate.
1: Absolutely. You know you're um it's a perfect segue to the next thing that I wanted to talk about but um you know we talk a lot about total expert about how important it is to listen to your customers and both listening to what they're saying as well as what they're not saying, right? I mean, that's where they say a relationship has really gone wrong and still, you're still fine as long as you're like yelling at each other and throwing pots and pans and whatnot. It's when everything goes silent that the relationship is in trouble, right? Um, but one of the things that I love that you're talking about is, and especially with the surveying, and it's one of the things I'm really watching this trend in the year ahead is how can how can we better be engaging with customers and consumers um, to have them tell us things sometimes where, you know, there's all this effort around, you know, trying to look at all of this data and make all these predictions and things, which is really powerful. But man, if you combine that with actually just asking people, you know, <laughs> what are your motivations? What are your interests? What are your fears? You know, understanding those things. So now that 2020 is behind us, blessedly, and we're looking forward to 2021, where do you see the main focus being for, for lenders um, to really go the extra mile for their customers?
0: Well, I think that um, we've kind of rolled back the need to market and to kind of um, innovate for a while um, because there's just been a fire hose of business. You know what I mean? Through as, as terrible as 2020 was in many ways, obviously the mortgage industry rates were incredibly low. So it was sort of like the fire hose of business coming in and a lot of people sort of uh, had to put a lot of things in the back burner. So I think in 2021, it will be a return to... Um, basics in a way a return to looking and examining everything improving innovating i mean people really didn't have time last year to um to really innovate although i think everybody stepped up to the plate in our industry you know people moved to working remote people just people kept it going and i was so proud of everything that we were able to achieve in the industry in general um you know to respond to everything however it was a very reactionary time period for all of us so i think 2021 will be um return to examining your processes, return to inventing things, creating things, um innovating, and finding ways to be more in touch with the customer. Um, examining your end-to-end process. All of this takes a lot of time, and when people are closing, you know zillions of loans, they don't have a lot of time to go back and examine the process in detail. But I think that is important. Like to do at least you know um, once a year, kind of an end- to end. Like okay, where does it start? Where the where the gaps? Where issues? Where we might be not communicating effectively with everyone involved, including possibly the realtor, the um, the customer. Obviously, you know, do we have mixed messages or messages that you know duplicate or anything that would make the customer confused or wouldn't be great because we've just been through a, a, a test of uh, you know uh, a test of our strength, all of us. So. If you haven't, if you go back and look at everything, you'll be able to get a ton of, of uh, insight into where you can improve. And I think that's a big focus for this year, and in, in uh, making sure that we're all um, the best that we can be.
1: I. Cannot agree more. And, and again, it's a it's a big topic for us here at Total Expert too, you know, really just looking at that customer journey, figuring out where the gaps are. Some people, you know, kind of get held up because they're um, thinking they need some kind of special technology and they have to do all these things. I tell them, hey, grab a pack of Post-its and a Sharpie, <laughs> map it out on the wall. Um, but you can start to see those gaps pretty easily. So one last question for you. And it is my, my favorite question that I love to ask because um, there's so much like just rich content here, but I always want people to walk away with for sure, not just a lot of good things to think about and weave into what they're doing, but one really practical, actionable takeaway that they literally could go put in place right away. So what would be your big action item that you would say everybody needs to go tackle today?
0: Well, I don't know that it's possible to do it today, but I definitely think that it will be... if you're not doing uh, surveys during your process, you need to like implement that. Like that is, uh, if you're not at least touching base to ask what's you know what's confusing, what's not going right, or how things are going at some point, midpoint somewhere, um, I think you're missing a lot of um, possible wins that then don't turn into wins because you know um, because you didn't ask. So I think that's good for salespeople, for marketing people, for anybody that has control, IT people, anyone who has control over the process to kind of take, take that away and go, you know what, maybe there's another place in here we can kind of just reach out and ask in a very simple, straightforward, maybe even fun way. Um, how are things going? You know, and then have a way to track that and measure it and, and really respond to it, not ignore it. If you're going to ask, you got to do something about it.
1: It's so smart, and I don't know why people couldn't go take action on this today. And I think it, you just, again, hit the nail on the head. It's important to ask in the right way because, you you know, sometimes people who are mid-process of a transaction might be afraid to tell you if they think something's not going well because they might be afraid their approval will disappear or something. So it's so important to say, man, you know, what are we doing really well? what could we do to serve you any better at this time? You know, I mean, things that just asking in a way where you're going to elicit that uh, feedback. So just brilliant, brilliant takeaway. And absolutely, I do think people should go put that into action today. So Corey, thank you so much for joining today. I really appreciate you being here.
0: Thank you. And um, you've actually inspired me. Maybe I should go for a walk myself. And uh, I haven't been doing enough of that. So I am really uh, grateful and happy to have been part of it. I appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Go get your steps in. And hey, to all of you listening, hopefully you enjoyed this uh, edition of Fresh Takes. Hopefully you got some fresh air, some good steps in, and uh, we'll be back to you soon with more from Fresh Takes. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much. You are just such a superstar. You are a maven of so many things. And I just <laughs> adore you and it's happy. I'm just happy to see your face. You always make me smile when I see you. So thank you. Cool. Awesome. I'm happy to do it.